Lots of things happening today. It's Friday, April 14th. Here's some of the things that people are talking about this morning. Uh, of course, the tax deadline. When exactly is that? Well, this year it's uh, going to be not April 15th, since April 15th is tomorrow. And usually when that happens on the weekends, they roll it over to uh, usually the following Monday. Now, um, the deadline has, uh, like I said, moved to April 18th. But it turns out most Americans didn't know that. Uh, according to a survey conducted by Empower, only 44% of taxpaying Americans uh, know when the deadline is. And those are probably the 44% of people that got their taxes done early and already spending their refund if they got one. And if you happen to live in an area that's hit hard by natural disaster, uh, there's uh, California, Alabama, Georgia, if you happen to have family there, they uh, actually gave them longer deadline extensions. So there you go. Don't forget to do your taxes. And if you haven't done your taxes yet, well, get them done. Uh, and if you've already done them, then hey, good job. This is something that I've seen in the news uh, quite a lot this morning. Uh, there's a new study that was published by uh, Cell Reports Physical Science Journal. Sounds pretty important. And they revealed that everyone's favorite new car smell may be a serious health risk. Yeah, you get the new car, you know that smell. Scientists actually studied the air and chemicals in dozens of new cars before concluding uh, that the scent may increase the risk of cancer. The cars were found uh, to contain traces of various carcinogens, including formaldehyde. Uh, the study author, study's author, that is, uh, they say that um, there's warnings that spending 30 minutes a day in a new car can expose a person to enough of the carcinogens to put them at risk. And warm weather also increases the levels of that dangerous of those dangerous chemicals. So just something to keep in mind uh, as you uh, you know if you've got a new car or uh, you know I, I don't know I don't know what the you know all the new car smells and all those things and all that stuff's new. So it's coming from factories. Who knows um, how are they going to counteract that? I don't know. But uh, one thing I would say is as soon as you get the new car. Just go to your nearest fast food uh, restaurant and get a bunch of, like, French fries and stuff. That'll take that new car smell out in no time. French fries or, uh, you know, go get a Subway sandwich or something like that. Uh, some other things going on in sports. Have you been watching uh, baseball Well, or listening to baseball? You've been hearing the Tigers right here on 94.9 WSJM. Now, their season is starting off a little rough, but it, that's okay. There's 162 games in a season. So really, when it comes down to it, uh, the way you start is very important, but uh, it's how you finish and how you get when you get to the playoffs and what happens when it matters. Well, uh, these guys are getting off to a pretty good start. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Uh, the Rays won again yesterday. And here's the final radio call of that. High drive into right center field. This should do it. Would you believe 13-0 to start the year? The Tampa Bay Rays have swept the Boston Red Sox four in a row, and they tie a major league record by starting the new season. 13 wins in a row. 
Now, are they going to go 162 and 0? <laughs> no, I, I well, I highly doubt that. Um, but 13 and 0 is a good start. Uh, the Brewers did it in uh, 1987. The the Rays could break the record tonight in Toronto versus the Blue Jays. So I believe they're. Uh, I want to check my schedule, but I believe they'll uh, be playing the Tigers at some point. Maybe the Tigers, if if the Tigers can break. If the Tampa Bay Devil Rays still have the winning streak when the Tigers end up playing them, maybe if they break the streak, then that that kind of flips things for them and helps them, gives them momentum to keep things rolling. We'll just have to wait and see. Again, it's a long, long baseball season. Uh, some other sports-related news. NFL uh, things happening. Uh, well, the Washington Commanders may soon have a new owner. Um, and I feel like they should almost change their name to what the basketball team has and be the Washington Wizards because there's word that uh, Dan Snyder is going to sell to Magic Johnson and a few of his rich buddies. Now, the deal's reportedly worth $6 billion. The most ever paid for a pro sports team, but it still has to get the blessing from the NFL, of course. Um, but there's also a Canadian billionaire that's still in the running to buy the team. And even Jeff Bezos wanted to buy the team, and he was willing to pay whatever they wanted. He owned $6 billion, He was going to give them even more. So we'll, we'll see if that ends up uh, sticking and if that ends up uh, being a sale. But I do think... Maybe they change their name to the Washington Wizards, and uh, maybe the best, maybe they do a, a swap. Um, I think it'd be a great idea. The other was, was wasn't there a baseball team that was the Washington Senators? One point they could do that. Nah, there's been there's been enough scandal with with the Washington Commanders. I don't think they need to change their name to the Senators. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, this is a good idea, though. The NFL has approved a new helmet design for uh, quarterbacks. It's called the uh, the Vices, and from the outside, it really doesn't look that much different uh, when you're wearing it, uh, but they do have some new technology to provide greater protection when a quarterback's head hits the ground. Now, last year, the number of concussions rose by 18%, with uh, many of them suffered by quarterbacks. So uh, they've also done that. You you saw that they did all the practices and and they had like the extra padding, almost like the what you would have in a box when you buy a new helmet to protect the outside of the helmet. It was like they were still wearing the foam from the outside of that. They were doing those in practices to limit some concussions. So uh, hopefully that ends up helping out. Uh, some holidays that are happening today. Today is a National Day of Silence, uh, a quiet uh, student-led demonstration underscoring the silencing uh, and suppression of LGBTQ people at American schools and universities. Now, the annual protest began in 96 uh, at the University of Virginia and has since spread to all 50 states and all around the world. Get outside and do some gardening uh, today and in the weekend as well. Um, National Gardening Day is today. So get out there. We've got some things uh, growing not only outside but also inside as we get ready for the planting season. Tomatoes, uh, cucumbers, uh, 
all kinds of different things. Blueberries are also starting to, to bud. So this is an exciting time. Today's also International Moment of Laughter Day. So hopefully uh, you get a little bit of laughter out of today, maybe, uh, while listening to this fine award-winning program. I don't know. Just uh, hopefully I can make you laugh at some point. Uh, today's also National Dolphin Day. Uh, they've got a great laugh. Dolphins actually uh, have amazing hearing as well. They can distinguish frequencies 10 times higher than the human ear, which means uh, they probably know when you're talking about them. Sorry, dolphin. Uh, it's also National Reach as High as You Can Day. If you're stretching for the ceiling, doing some yoga or doing whatever to start your day, reach as high as you can. And hopefully, uh, well, it's higher than it was before. Uh, today, or Sunday, actually, National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day, by the way. But hopefully nobody has to work on Sunday. I would hope you just don't, I hope you can just sit in your pajamas and enjoy the day instead of having to go to work. Got something to say. It's time now for that, where I share some great conversations that I have with great organizations in our community, uh, talking about uh, everything from great programs they offer to uh, events, fundraisers, you name it. If you're part of a nonprofit and you uh, you have something to say, feel free to reach out to me. You can email let's talk at wsjm.com. You can also call me 925-WSJM. Leave me a voicemail. Give me some info and uh, we'll get that conversation started. Got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Grace Skibo, and she is at uh, the YMCA of Greater Michiana. Always good to talk with the folks from the YMCA. Grace, this is our, uh, I guess this is our first time talking in a conversation like this, but uh, we've, we met uh, on a Zoom here uh, just a little while ago because you are new to the YMCA of Greater Michiana. Is that right? Yep, I'm new. I've been here about a month now. I'm the new marketing coordinator. Wonderful. What's uh, what's it been like this first month now? It's been pretty good getting my, you know, jumping right in and yeah. getting everything set for all of our programs coming up this summer. So exciting stuff. That's great. And so being in the marketing department, you've got a tons of things to talk about uh, and, and great things. Perfect time to join the YMCA uh, and be part of the team because you just jump right in uh, with all of the uh, the big activities. I know uh, last time uh, we had a chance to talk with the Y, you had summer camps and things like that that are, that are going on and uh, uh, we've got something really great we want to talk about here today, and it's coming up here very soon, and that is Healthy Kids Day. What What is Healthy Kids Day? Of course, we want kids to be healthy, but what is this all about? Yeah, so Healthy Kids Day is a nationwide Y initiative to improve the health and well-being of kids and families. The Y has been doing it for about over 30 years now. Just it's a great way to get the whole family to the Y for a day of fun, active play, and some educational activities. Um, the goal is just to kind of to teach kids and families like healthy habits, encourage active uh, play, and inspire a lifetime of love for physical activity. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very important for kids to be active. And uh, now that the weather's clearing up and it's nice, they're able to get outside yeah. and do some great things. Um, and it's so important. Like you've got so many kids that come to the Y for everything from uh, swim lessons to uh, daycare to basketball leagues to, to so many things. So you guys, uh, you guys deal with kids all, every day. And it's so important mm -hmm. to uh, 
to keep kids healthy uh, for uh, all activities and things that they're doing. So this event, uh, this is a one day thing, right? Yep. It's a one day thing. So it'll be Saturday, April 29th from 10 to noon. And it's at all three of our locations. So it's going to be at Bent Harbor, St. Joe, Niles Buchanan, and then the O'Brien Center in South Bend. All at the same time. All at the same time, and it's free and open to the community, so everyone of all ages are welcome to attend. That's really cool. And like you said, yeah. you've been doing this for a really long time, uh, being able to to do this uh, for over 30 years, which is awesome. Um, yes. Now, when it comes to this, uh, what are some of the things that are going to be happening? Because like you said, it's a two-hour event. So uh, if we bring the kids over, uh, what will people expect to, uh, to see at the Y? Yes, so we'll have games and crafts and then some area vendors such as vision clinics, dentists, and local fire and police stations will be there just to teach kids about health and safety again. We'll have family fitness classes, some healthy snacks, and giveaways too. So it's a really fun event for the whole family. Kids love fire trucks and police cars. <laughs> yes, that's, I mean, literally the fire truck's going to be outside all the locations. So that'll be a big draw because kids love that. So, yeah, you have the kid, you have the fire trucks and the police cars out front. Uh, that That's going to draw the kids and, and everybody there yeah. uh, just to check it all out and see all that. And I'm sure those will be the most well attended stations of, of most of the vendors. But it's really great to have all the other ones as well, the dentists. And yes. like you said, what kind of games are you going to have? Um, so each location will have different games. They'll be kind of yard games and stuff. And cool. each vendor will kind of have an interactive thing at each of their booths as well. And there'll be some bounce houses as well. So that'll be fun as well. That's really awesome. And we, like yeah. you said, there's so many family uh, great activities to do. So you'll probably have information about some other uh, activities that families can do to, to just have some fun and, and stay active in the community. Yeah, and with all the community vendors coming in, it'll be nice to give families an option to, to kind of see what's around, especially with summer and kids out of school. It'll be nice to have options available for uh, families. Absolutely. And now, Grace, you said this is uh, happening Saturday the 29th, correct? Yep, Saturday, April 29th from 10 a.m. to noon at all three locations. Where's a good place for us to find all of this stuff? Because, of course, we want to mark this on our calendar, but I'm sure people will, will have questions like, hey, what's going on there? What, what are you guys going to be doing? What, what do, do I need to bring anything? Uh, there's all those kinds of questions, uh, of course. But uh, where can we find a lot of good information, Grace, on this uh, Healthy Kids Day? Yeah, so if you just head to our website, ymcagm.org slash hkd, the whole, all of the information for Healthy Kids Day will be on our website. Wonderful. And then, of course, you got so many other uh, things on your website when it comes to wanting to become members or uh, speaking of kids, any uh, summer activities and other things like that can be all be found right there. Yep. You can head to our website for all of the information. We're gearing up for summer, so we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, and then also all of the locations have program guides and everything. So if you just stop in, we can kind of get families informed on everything we're doing at the Y. That's great. You're keeping yourself busy there, Grace. So uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's great to, great to have you on the team and uh, great to be chatting with you. Thank you so much for telling us about Healthy Kids Day and all the cool things happening at the YMCA of Greater Michiana. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. We hope to see everyone at Healthy Kids Day on Saturday, April 29th. Fun stuff. And uh, you can always uh, hear those conversations uh, in the morning show with Got Something to Say, but also in the afternoon at, at 5.30 after news with Andrew Green. And find them on demand on the WSJM app. Just go to podcasts. Boom. It's right there. If you're part of a nonprofit and you say, man, 
I'd like to be on the show. I want to talk to Johnny about some of the things that are going on. I want to get the word out to people in Southwest Michigan. You know, it's something that's so simple. Just give me a call, 925-WSJM, or email me, let's talk at WSJM.com. If you've always said, well, I've always wanted to uh, be on the radio, or just really, you've always wanted to talk to me, hey, you literally can talk to me at any time. You can stop in at the radio station if you wanted to uh, and drop off information uh, or you send us uh, an email newsletter, something like that. I just want to get the word out to what's going on in our community, inform people about this kind of stuff because I think it's important. There's some great nonprofit organizations that always uh, could use some help getting the word out. So let's do that. Got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. A lot of things uh, that people are talking about. Uh, This morning, I thought I'd bring in uh, Ken Lundberg. Hello, Ken Lundberg. Hey, good morning, Johnny. What's up? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. I mean, the weather outside this week has been amazing. Yeah, not looking forward to uh, what I hear is possibly in the forecast. Uh, Jocelyn was saying, yeah, uh, it's like 80 this week, but uh, hey, there's a good chance we might have... No, no, no. I don't want to say it because we've been gardening and getting things ready. Today is National Gardening Day, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. Um Got the blueberries are starting to get going. Uh, mm-hmm. They won't be ready for you know a few months, uh, but they're already starting to get there. We're getting tomatoes growing in here on the inside of the house. So, uh, oh, nice! It's uh, yeah, it's it's things are going, but I, I don't like the idea of it getting colder and dropping down. It's not one cold. of the. No, I agree. One of the first things I learned after coming to Michigan was. Don't plant until after Mother's Day. Can't do it because frost will come in and get you every single time Absolutely. or something. Yeah, and you still run into those issues uh, <laughs> after Mother's Day. After Mother's Day, yeah, you're like, oh, this is the perfect time. This is, you know, I'm going to go uh, yeah. hang out with my mom, and then I'm going to go and pick up some flowers, and then we're going to go plant. And maybe sometimes that's the activity you have with your mother is is planting some flowers in their garden or yours. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so a lot of things going on in the news lately. Uh, you notice, uh, and, and a lot of people have been seeing this in the news that uh, we have. Uh, Somebody that has leaked some information, is that right? Oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, this is if you've watched any of the national news over the last few days or even, you know, it's been global, definitely. The uh, the leaks, the mm-hmm. highly classified top secret information that's been leaking across um, Discord, which is one of those online bulletin boards, um, things talking about U.S. intelligence mm-hmm. on our on our not-so-close allies and some intelligence on our allies. A lot of information that could be potentially damaging to the way that, um, the way that we're postured uh, globally um, in the war in Ukraine, uh, what we're doing there, uh, what China, what's happening between China and Russia. Uh, you know, they've made an arrest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 and we've talked about that through ABC News. And, you know, what's most surprising about this is the leaked information has been out there on Discord, this this bulletin board, electronic bulletin board, for months. 
So what is it? Is it just it just there's not really specifics. It's just documents of, uh, you know, importance and classified and the big stamp on it. Like we've seen a lot of these uh, the, the document things everywhere have been just popping up. It's like, guys, take out the trash and uh, <laughs> or, you know, have you invested in a paper shredder? I mean, that right. might be a good idea as well. So here's here's the ironic thing. This 21 uh, year old Jack Teixeira. Um, Massachusetts Air National Guardsman. Um, he is a, an enlisted member of the 102nd Intelligence Wing mm-hmm. at the Joint Base Cape Cod. What was his job? His job, ironically, was to keep the networks secure. And so that's how he had, that's what they're thinking he had, how he had mm-hmm. access to the information. So what's happening, what we're being led to believe through the different news reports and from statements from the Department of Defense is... Here's this, here's this, he's a young man. He's 21 years old. He plays video games. He's online a lot through this Discord bulletin board. And he's he's telling his friends, hey, I'm important because I have secret information. No, you don't. Yes, uh, I do. Okay. No, you don't. Prove it. So he puts it on his countertop, takes a picture of it. Ooh. Puts it up on Discord. Oh, that's cool. But you don't have anything more. Yes, I do. So it just kept going like that. Oh, on my and on gosh. And on. Yeah, and so so again, the ironic part, his job was to keep it secure, and yet so so the, as you might imagine, the Pentagon is is rounding its edges now. They're probably going to wait anyway. They're yeah, gonna, they're yeah. going to investigate how they handle classified documents. What it's probably going to result in is, again, anyone who has access to this, you're going to have to have a higher level of uh, security clearance. I don't know why they can't just do like what they did on Mission Impossible when they have any kind of information, whether it's a mission or it's uh, any of these things. It's like this will self-destruct in the matter of this amount of time, because I think that would fix a lot of those problems where it's like, oh, here's your document that you need to read. That's super uh, ultra classified that you uh, should only read and then read once and then that's it. And it needs to be gotten rid of. But a lot of times it just goes into a box somewhere and ends up somewhere. So it's like, guys, uh, <laughs> self-destruct button. I mean, come on. Uh, and this yeah. this is something that also, uh, as you're talking about it, I'm thinking about uh, where a lot of kids these days are having conversations online or even with their friends at school and doing the, you know, anything you can do, I can do better or uh, yeah. the, the classic prove it. I, I double, triple dog dare you. Don't. You no, know, don't. Like they always say, if you're you're uh, if one of your friends is going to jump off the uh, jump off a cliff, would you follow him? No, don't do that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So. I mean, and, and and this is the extreme case, right? The classified documents from DOD they had information, key information about our espionage efforts, wow. our efforts against Russia, details about how Ukraine <sighs> is is planning to to counter any kind of offensive, mm-hmm. and so it literally is life-shaping, life-changing, perhaps life-threatening information that was out there for months wow. and and accessible to anyone who, who, who had access to that bulletin board. Hmm. Again, another story for you. This is a, yeah. another thing I saw in the news, and I know you're, you're a vinyl guy. You like, you oh, like yeah. the vinyl. Uh, did you hear about this? A vintage vinyl album recently returned to the Toronto Public Library 40 years Past its due date. <laughs> 40. 
What's the fine on that? Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, the library tweeted a picture of the album, and it wasn't like a great album. It was I've never listened to it, but it just doesn't really ring to me as a as a classic. Um, but it was the uh, Tans Music der Pretorius Zeit, <laughs> which is the dance music from the time of Pretorius. I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a great record. Um, I thought that I think that was at the top of the charts for many oh, weeks. Oh, absolutely, right? yeah, yeah, or, or not? Yeah. yeah, probably not. Forty years overdue. That's amazing. Got. A, I hope they got a lot of good listening out of it, and they didn't scratch it. I doubt it. I doubt. I th- I'm sure that just sat in there f- somewhere for for a really really long time, and I'm sure the fines will be uh, eliminated. <laughs> But I feel like I, I wanted to see in the news where somebody actually cracks down on some of these people that that have these overdue books. Because I know anytime I had an overdue book or an overdue video rental, I always got charged for that. Oh, yeah. So think about that. If it's, a, you know, a year overdue, I mean, I don't know what that would be. But say, you know, I want to see that. A headline that says someone charged $30,000 for 40-year-old late fees. Must pay, no forgiveness. Absolutely. Yeah, I well, like it. My favorite part of the year is when I get to chat with the um, Mr. and Miss Blossom Time Court. Uh, usually uh, their first chance of, of talking after the big win. So we'll have that for you on the morning show on Monday as well as on um, Tuesday. So... Very exciting stuff. So looking forward to uh, talking with those uh, those kids uh, in whatever community you're rooting for. I know um, I actually had a chance to judge for Miss Auclair Sotis. So we'll, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for Miss Auclair. That's, that's who I always root for every year because that's where I went to school. And I actually did Blossom Time when I was uh, in high school. And had a great time with that. So, of course, I'm always going to root for the home team, which is Eau Claire. So we'll see what ends up happening on Sunday and on Monday. Um, but it should be a great time. And tickets, it's still available, I believe. Uh, so go and check that out. Go to the Blossom Time Festival website. Some of the things that uh, are in the news that people are talking about this morning, you know, even more talk about the four-day work week. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think... It could work. Um, I know productivity has changed with a lot of different things. I mean, it's something, again, you you need to try it out. Uh, it was a, at first a good idea that on paper, but a lot of countries and a lot of places have tried this out, and it seems to be working all right. Researchers in Australia found that people are more active and healthier when they're on, on vacation, even if that vacation is just a three-day weekend. So we're happier, healthier, more productive with a four-day work week. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that works out for you. I know some businesses, I mean, especially if you work, um, when I worked at a portable restroom company, actually, um, a lot of the route drivers that did stuff, they they worked a four-day work week. And it worked out great for them. Um, Some other things in the news. uh, (laughs) The new smell for... uh, the summer is not, you know, a new perfume by Armani or something like that. No, it's um, the smell of soda. Fortune magazine says that Fanta soda 
is launching a new orange-scented fragrance. They're giving away bottles of the cologne uh, online at pop-up stores in Los Angeles as well. And then scent of Fanta is available for a limited time. Now, I'm not sure uh, if they're going to come out with other Fanta flavors. I mean, I feel like... Instead of the orange, I'd rather go, especially with the smell, I want to either smell like uh, grape Fanta or um, maybe the pineapple one. The, the pineapple one's good, right? I like that one. You know, I wish they could bottle like the smell of springtime or um, really the, the, the smell I would like to capture is and I remember this growing up because I grew up uh we had an apple orchard and we had a grape vineyard and it was a the Concord grape vineyard and there is nothing like the smell of driving by rolling down your windows and smelling those delicious Concord grapes when they're ripe and ready to go oh so good i'm just i'm thinking of the smell right now and it feels, and it just feels good. One smell you don't want, though, is the uh, is something that's going viral on uh, TikTok: garlic in the nose challenge. Have you heard of this? If you uh, suffer from allergies, so maybe the smell of spring is not really your thing. Um, allergy season is bad. People are placing two cloves of garlic in their nostrils in an attempt to alleviate cold, flu, and allergy symptoms. Some people claim the gar- the garlic uh, will reduce congestion, improve breathing, and boost the immunity system. Now, I will say garlic works, but I don't think putting it up your nose is a good idea. At one point when I was sick, I remember uh, I've done like a teaspoon of garlic, of like the, the crushed garlic. Whew. It was, it was tough, but it certainly did did help. So I, I, but I would suggest do not put garlic up your nose. Just put garlic in whatever you're eating. That might help you out. There's my little PSA for the day. It's time for your Moody on the Market update, where I tell you about some of the stories you'll find as well when you go there. And it's brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And this one comes from contributor uh, Ryan Younger. Last summer, Hollywood actor turned cannabis farmer Jim Belushi hand-harvested Cassopolis's Hawaii ho- highway horticulture, that is, Another H word, Hawaii, you know, highway horticulture to be the exclusive Michigan cultivator for his Belushi's Farm uh, branded line of products. Now, on Wednesday, April 19th, Highway Horticulture and its retail operation, Sunset Coast Provisions, are going to be featured on Belushi's uh, Discovery Network TV show, Growing Belushi, which follows Belushi, his family, and their team at Belushi's Farm as uh, they make their mark in the cannabis industry. Now, Highway Horticulture lead cultivator Nick Lahawi uh, said that growing Belushi film segments at their grow facility and Sunset Coast in Cassopolis, as well as Greenstem provisioning and last summer's Blues Brothers concert that happened here in Niles. Now, he says uh, what they'll show about our facility is the actual cultivation, the actual plants, the staff. In two days of filming, they actually... Um, Ask questions on everything from methodology that we use uh, to put quality first, and that's Jim's thing. It's it's how uh, he says it's it's got to be high quality. 
Uh, we get along brilliantly in that respect. From what we've seen, the episode will focus mainly on the dispensaries, his interest in Michigan, and us cultivating for him. So we'll learn more about that by checking out that episode. But you can read more on this and get links and everything else you need to know by checking out the full story. There's also a great interview as well. Uh, so find it all at MoodyOnTheMarket.com and the Moody on the Market app. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.